Hey, fam. Hello, 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 family. Today, your sis is feeling very nuck if you buckish. I'm going to war on your behalf today, okay? I'm putting my faith in alignment with your faith for what God said is your birthright. Do you hear what I'm saying? Okay, let me tell you something, right? Since the beginning, the enemy has been having it out for me. And I ain't no different than nobody else, okay? I ain't no different. But all I'm saying is, it's my turn now. It's my turn now for hell to tremble. And hell's going to tremble all the days of my life. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Anytime I can stomp a serpent, I'm stomping him. In the name of Jesus. Because he didn't He didn't um, take me lightly. You know, he ain't let me catch no breaks. So I'm not letting the kingdom of hell catch no breaks. Do you hear what I'm saying? I'm throwing grenade after grenade after grenade grenade in the enemy's camp because guess what it's my turn now (laughs) it's my turn now so listen here this is how your sister's feeling right that enemy he's a liar we already know he a liar he's a liar and that's the only glory he gonna get is that he's a liar right and oh i'm just like so Oh, I feel so empowered because I was laying in my bed listening to my praise and worship, y'all. It's like four in the morning. I've been up since like three because I was praying on certain people's behalfs and just spending time with the Lord. And the I just felt the presence of God come so strongly on me to for me to come give this word. Because let me tell you something about perseverance. Uh, let me tell you something about pressing the mark. You got to keep going even when you feel like giving up. You got to keep going. Do you hear what I'm saying? You got to keep going even when you feel like you want to give up. Hallelujah. Because I'm telling you, it's so worth it. It's so worth it to keep pressing the mark because the mark is Jesus. Who glory be to God, family. Glory be to God. And let me tell, let, I'm just so hyped because the Lord, when I was laying in the bed, I'm going to get back to that. He was like, when you speak, hell trembles. Hallelujah. So that just makes me want to open my mouth even more because I want to shake hell off the hinges. Do you hear what I'm saying? Because they didn't care about coming at me with both barrels. They came with me fully loaded. So it's only my birthright to destroy them. They tried to destroy me, but they forgot that I'm more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. They thought they could destroy you, but you got this sis over here that's really not give you buckish and you more than a conqueror too. Hallelujah. And I'm going to get you to the point where you're going to understand that hell trembles when you speak too. It's just if he can keep it away from you, he got your power. But your sister's here to tell you, if my voice makes hell tremble, your voice makes hell tremble. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, you just got to know. And that's what perseverance and endurance does. It's teaching you that you got that power. You got that power already. You got that power. You have the power of life and death in your tongue. And the enemy he wants you to think that you don't have that so you can speak death over yourself but i'm here to tell you you speaking life over yourself and nothing but life so help you jesus do you hear what your sis is saying to you family i'm telling you it's like i could take a step forward well this is how it used to be because now it's been a shift i don't know if you feel the shift but i felt the shift of god i used to take a step 
forward and I would get knocked back like three steps. And I'm just like, dang, these giants in my lane ain't playing. But let me tell you something about my God. He's passionate about me. Hallelujah. My God is very passionate about me. And that's something the enemy forgot that I got a God that's passionate about me. And it's the same thing with you because I ain't his favorite. Okay. I'm not his favorite. He don't got no favorites. He's passionate about you. And you feel like every time you try to take a step, he knocks you back. But the Lord is teaching you. I'm teaching you how to bob and weave in the spirit. I'm teaching you how to persevere in the spirit. I'm teaching you how to fight in the spirit, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Do not become weary and well-doing. Hallelujah. Because I'm just teaching you how to endure. I'm teaching you how to press the mark. I'm teaching you how to hunger and thirst after me. Hallelujah. Because listen, this walk ain't easy. Because people who aren't on this walk with pure intentions, they're not going to put up with all of it. Hallelujah. So that's how he can weed out the good from the evil. Because the evil ones that just want Jesus for his presence, hallelujah, what he can give them, hallelujah, they're not going to take this walk. But the ones that truly love him, we get hit left and right. But the Lord is like persevere, endure, hallelujah. And let me tell you something about why. Why you, you got to persevere. I'm about to give you a scripture real quick. In the mighty name of Jesus. It's 2 Corinthians 3 verse 17. For the Lord is the spirit. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And that's why I press the mark. Because I know if I could touch Jesus' fringe of his garment. I know if I could just touch the hem. Hallelujah. I can receive freedom. That's why I press the mark. And that's why I'm telling you, press the mark in the name of Jesus. Because it's freedom there. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you're just out here free in these streets. In the name of Jesus. And I'm coming back. And I'm getting my brothers and sisters. Because now I know. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. Now I know that I'm more than a conqueror. Now I know I got overwhelming victory. Now I know that my God will hold me up with his victorious right hand. Now I know it. And that's something the enemy can never take from me. And that's why I'm about to show you. It's the same thing with you because I'm not the Lord's favorite. Do you hear what I'm saying? He loved you just like he loved me. He loved me just like he loved you. Hallelujah. And I'm about to strengthen you in the name of Jesus. Because just got to keep persevering. You just got to keep pushing the mark. Hallelujah. Just keep pushing the mark. Hallelujah. And I'm telling you, you shall reap a harvest of abundance if you will press the mark. Because where Jesus is, there's freedom. Hallelujah. It's freedom there. In the name of Jesus. Who? Glory be to God. Family, I'm hyped. I'm hyped because for so long that enemy been coming up against my life and now it's my time to, to tear hell up. I'm tearing hell up in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. What's your prayer request? Because I'm tearing hell up and I ain't going to stop until I get breakthroughs. Hallelujah. I'm not scared of them giants in the name of Jesus because I got me a strong God. Who? That's why I'm not afraid because I got me a strong God. I know my God said take courage. So I'm taking courage. I heard my God say, be not afraid. So I'm not afraid in the name of Jesus because I got me a strong man. I got me a strong, strong man. And I'm hyping you up. Take this for yourself in the name of Jesus. He is Yahweh. Who he is Yahweh. And I want to take you, I want to take you to, um, Exodus. Give your sister a second. Because I'm hype. I'm I'm very hype. I'm very hype. 
I'm very, very hyped. Hallelujah, because I'm breaking you out today in the name of Jesus. I'm going to give you some scriptures to stand on so you can keep on persevering, so you can keep pressing the mark. Hallelujah. And I told you that the mark is freedom. It's getting to know Jesus. I'm about to show you how you got to press the mark. Hallelujah. 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 So first, let's go to Exodus 19. Okay. Um, all right, let's start at, let's, let's start at verse one. Exactly two months after the Israelites left Egypt, they arrived in the wilderness of Sinai, Sinai. After breaking camp at Repidim, they came to the wilderness of Sinai and set up camp there at the base of Mount Sinai. I'm probably tearing it up, but it's all right. Then Moses climbed the mountains to appear before God. The Lord called to him from the mountain said, and said, give these instructions to the family of Jacob. Announce it to the descendants of Israel. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. Moses was like 80, 80 years old. I think Moses was up there in age climbing a mountain. Do you hear me? He was climbing a mountain and that's how it is. You got to climb the mountain. You might get scratched up. Your hands might get tired. The rocks might get wobbly. Hallelujah. But I'm pressing the mark. I'm pressing the mark because I know at the top of the mountain is my God. So I'm climbing the mountain in the name of Jesus. And that's what you got to remember. Yes, it might get shaky, but I'm climbing the mountain. I'm pressing the mark because my Lord is at the top in the name of Jesus. I'm going up there. If Moses can climb that rock at 80 years old, you can climb that rock. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? You know he had on the um the, the Jesus for Fox or he probably was barefooted. He ain't even had no Nikes or nothing. He had that he had to climb that, that mountain probably barefooted. If he could do it, you could do it. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's about pressing the mark. Moses knew the glory of God is up there and I'm going to go get it. I'm getting what's mine. And that's the attitude you got to have in the kingdom. I'm getting what's mine. Who I'm about to stop real quick and give you a quick story, right? The other day, um, um, my kids wanted to fold clothes. So I gave my daughter some clothes. First, my son wasn't in the room, so I didn't give him no clothes because he wasn't in the room. But he came in the room and he just snatched my daughter's um hoodie from her and i'm like she's like mommy mommy he took it you know how little kids be whining and i'm like go get it back it's yours what you talking to me for go get it back it's yours go get it and that it blessed me when i said it because i said oh god you talking it's yours go and get it what you whining the guy for he said it's your i know he took it what you gonna do what are you gonna do about it i seen he took it but what are you gonna do hallelujah because let me tell you something i I don't know about y'all, but growing up, I had the kind of parents that if somebody hit you, you hit them back. Okay, <laughs> period. And, and I feel like that's the way God is in the kingdom. Now, I'm not saying you need to go out and be hitting people. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm talking about that enemy. If he hits you, the Lord like, okay. And didn't I tell you to strike his head? Okay, I, he hit your heel. But didn't I say you shall strike his head? Didn't I say that you can crush upon fierce lions and cobras? Didn't I say that? Why are you letting him hit you and you ain't hit him back? That's how the Lord be. Hallelujah. So now your sister's asking you, why are you letting him hit you? 
Now I'm the sis in the room. I done found out that look, let's let's let set the scene. Now we in school, right? And I done found out that the bully hit you, and now I'm your big sister. Why you let him do something to you and you ain't do nothing back? Do you want me to tell daddy that he hit you? All right, then you better go get your stuff back. You better go get your lunch money back. And that's what I'm saying to you right now. You better go to that enemy's camp and you better go get your stuff back. Or I'm going to tell daddy and daddy going to get you. <laughs> Ain't that how it used to be? Ain't that, how, Ain't that how it be? If you don't go do it. I'm going to tell daddy that you let him beat you. And that's the same thing. That's how you got to treat that enemy. You, okay, he talking really tough, but you better go get your stuff back. Because I know one of the repercussions, if <laughs> if, something, if somebody did something to me and I ain't do nothing back, I knew I was getting my behind kicked. I, I, listen, I got to be real with y'all. Listen, y'all want me to tell y'all a truth or a lie. If somebody hits you and you don't hit them back, when you get home, you getting it. And then you got to go get whoever got you still. It ain't over until, until you beat somebody up. It wasn't over. I don't know if, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's how you was raised, but that's how I was raised. I ain't saying that we should be doing that. We should be beating people up, but I'm just saying in the spiritual realm, you better go get your stuff. That's all your sister's saying. That's all your sister's saying. You better go get your stuff back and stop just sitting there. Let him snatch your stuff from you. Go get it back. Go get it back. Oh, when my daughter said that, I was just like, what you whining for? And that's that somebody is whining to God. He took my stuff. He took go get it back. Okay. We know he took it. Now go get it back. Go get it back. All bullies, right, are low-key punks. They low-key punks. And that's the same thing with that lion serpent. He a punk because as soon as you get a little loud with him, he starts shriveling up. I'm telling you the truth. As soon as you get a little loud with him, that's when he want to shrivel up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You better go get your stuff back. I'm talking to somebody. God said you better go get your stuff back. <laughs> he gave that to you. You let the enemy run off with your new stuff. You better go get it back and start whining. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. It says in the next verse. You have seen what I did to the Egyptians. You know how I carried you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you will obey and keep my covenant, you will be my own special treasure from among all the peoples on earth for all the earth belongs to me and you will be my kingdom of priests, my holy nation. This is the message you must give to the people of Israel. And the Lord is speaking that to you. If you keep his covenant, he says, now, if you obey and keep my covenant, you will be my own special treasure from among all the peoples on earth for all the earth belongs to me. Who all the earth belongs to the Lord. And he says, you will be his special people. If you obey him, obey what he says, get into your word. If you are going through a trial, if you are going through a, a situation, if you are going through a test, you going through it to have the testimony. Hallelujah. That's why you got to keep your face in the word of God. Listen, in the kingdom, right? We got testimonies out here. Look, check Jesus' resume. They said that it, it, Jesus did so much that we can't even have everything written down because he done did so much. And he, and he wasn't even on earth that long. And his testimonies is endless. Check Jesus' resume. Period. Period. Check his resume. He don't, it's not even enough. It wasn't even enough pages to write down everything he's done. 
So with you being his follower, you shall have testimonies. People shall check your resume. You are here to glorify God. And if you suffering, that's when you really got to be pressing the mark because it's about persevering. It's about persevering. Do you hear me? It's about your endurance. Do you hear what I'm saying? Let's go to, um, let's go to Romans. Give you just a second. Let's go to Romans. I had it. Hold up. Hold up, y'all. I think it's Romans chapter 5. Chapter 5. Romans chapter 5. I'm a real hype. I'm very hype. I'm very hype. Because that enemy is a liar. And I know my guy here is every one of my prayers hallelujah and i know he said it is not his will for his little ones to perish god don't want his children to perish that's not his will so don't let that enemy lie to you don't let that enemy have you thinking it's you 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 need to stay in that predicament because you don't how do you hear me do you hear what i'm saying my god is the god who raised the dead do you hear me he raised himself from the dead that's the god that i serve my God is the one who who uh made the blind see and the lame walk. Do you hear what I'm saying? My God is the God that healed leprosy. A woman had an issue with of blood. What was it? For like 12 years. And one touch, she was healed. That's the God I serve in the name of Jesus. That's him. That's the God I serve. And don't you let no lion serpent ever tell you that, that this is too big for God. Because ain't nothing too big for God. God's too big for us. Do you hear what I'm saying? That's why it's hard sometimes to, to believe what you're hearing when God's making promises. Because he's too big for us. But never is a situation too big for God. You got to keep that. Store that in your heart. In the name of Jesus. The Lord will allow things to happen in your life. Because he's like, listen, will you trust me? Will you trust me? Will you glorify me after this? Hallelujah. My God is the God who would just to make the demons come out of people with one command. They couldn't even speak. Hallelujah. That's the God that I serve. The God that I serve formed the heavens and the earth. Hallelujah. My God is the God who, who formed the water. Who formed the creatures in the sea? That's the God I serve. That's the God I serve. Ain't nothing too big for him. And that's what you got to take for yourself. Ain't nothing too big for my God. Hallelujah. I don't care what that enemy trying to throw at you. Ain't nothing too big for my God. Who? Glory be to God. Glory be to God. <laughs> Ooh, I told you I'm feeling like if you buck today. And it says, um, let's go to verse. Let's start at the top. Let's start at the top. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because what of Jesus, what Jesus Christ, our Lord has done for us because of our faith, Christ has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that that helps us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Let me tell you something that the Lord revealed to me, right? Because I had to ask Him, like, Lord, like, all hell has broken loose in my life at a point, right? 
And I had this knowing in my spirit because I had to humble you. I had to humble you. I had to show you that you got to take your hands off of it. I had to show you that I am God. I had to let that situation get impossible because I needed to show you that all things is possible through me. I had to humble you. That's what the Lord told me. I had to humble you to let you know that I am God. Hallelujah. So listen, that's why sometimes you feel like a storm is never ending. And the Lord, in, in some aspects, he's trying to show you that the waves and winds have to obey him hallelujah so the more that you try to put your hands on it the longer the storm's going to take because he's like you still think that the winds and waves obey you you think it's you but it, it's, it's it's me it's me it has to listen to and i want to give you this power but first i gotta humble you i gotta humble you because then if i give you my power prematurely you're gonna think it's you you're gonna get puffed up with pride and then i'm gonna have to destroy you Hallelujah. That was for somebody. That was for somebody. Because endurance develops strength of character. And I thank the Lord for all that he has done for me because I was prideful. At a point, I didn't know you had to cast down your pride. At points, I didn't even know when I was being prideful, but the Lord had to teach me. He had to push me off to the side. Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. Go sit down because we got to talk. We got to talk because I heard what you said. I see all and I know all. I heard that. I need, I need to talk to you about that. Let this conviction sit there for a minute. I'll be over there in a second. And I had to sit in that conviction like, dad, I, I jacked up. I jacked up. But now I get it. It's for my God. I'm here for the glory of God. I'm here to glorify my father all the days of my life. I'm here to strengthen you and tell you about my storms to build your faith up. Hallelujah. I'm here. Them storms, right? They built who I was. My storms built my character. It showed me to trust God. It strengthened my faith. My faith grew more and more through the storms. But first I had to sit back and be still and know that he is God. That's why the Lord will make you to the point where you can't even do nothing. It's just everything's in shambles. Every Everything's just mixed up. Because he de- then, once everything jacked up, you're going to sit down, you're going to be still, and you're going to know that he's God. But in those situations, you got to really take in that he is God. Because the Lord, he is a miracle worker. But but sometimes we be so concentrated on everything that's going wrong that we don't focus on the fullness of God, of how he always got a plan. We miss it. I'm telling you, family, because I had, like, in the beginning, I had to really sit back and reflect on things that the Lord was doing for me. Like... Lord, you, you you really answer my prayers, but I be so blinded by the cares of these this world that I don't even really be realizing it. I had to come to that grips. I had to come to that grips in the name of Jesus. And okay, so let's keep on reading. And character strengthens our confident hope of salvation, and this hope will not lead to disappointment, for we know how dearly God loves us because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. Shout out to the Holy Spirit because he be doing it. (laughs) He be doing it. When we were utterly helpless, Christ came at just the right time and died for us sinners. Now, most people are not willing not are not hold on. Most people will not be willing to die for an upright person. Though someone might perhaps be willing to die for a person who is especially good. 
But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. And since we have been made right in God's sight by the blood of Christ, he will certainly save us from God's commandments. For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still his enemies, we will certainly be saved through the life of his son. So now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of of God. Hallelujah. 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 He he just do it. He just does it. And that's how much God loves you. He Jesus died for you while you were still in sin. Hallelujah. Like listen, it says that he will leave the 99 to come get that one. That's how important you are to him. Jesus will come to the bottom. And I'm telling you because I was at the bottom. I told y'all before. I was sitting so lowly in that pit that when Jesus got there, I'm just like, and and I see it was Jesus. I'm like, you can't see me like this. Why are you here? You come to the trenches, Lord? Like, I didn't even know he came to the trenches. Hallelujah. And that's the Jesus that I know. The one that came to the trenches. Hallelujah. And got me. That's what I know. That's what I know. And that's why I give him all the glory, honor, and praise. Because he's did it for me. He's did it for me. Okay? He has did it for me. He, ooh. Mm, 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 mm. I, just, I just love him, y'all. I love him. I don't know if I want to shout, cry, laugh, or what. Ever, but I just I, I give it all to him. He worth it all because never where I had thought in that pit that he was coming. Who I thought I was too far going. Hallelujah! But let me tell you something about my God. He will come and get that one. He will come and get that one. Trust him. Trust him. You you're never too far going for God. Who you never too far going? I'm telling you, you never too far going because if you if it was something like that, I wouldn't be here speaking because I thought I was too far going for him. I thought the, there's no way God could ever love me after everything I've done. Who? But he he it's that unfailing love. It's that un Feeling love. It's that unconditional love. It's that agape. Who that he he just do it for me. He just does it for me, or he does it for me. And that's why I go so hard. That's why I go so hard. Because all I want to do now is bring souls to my father's kingdom. That's the way that I'm just like, Lord, I want to show you how much I love you. I know your souls mean so much to you. So I will go and gather your souls, Lord, because it means so much to you. That's how I show God how much I appreciate and I love him. I go get his souls. I go get his souls. I feed his flock because I know that's what I can do to show God that, I, that I'm sorry and I love him and I want to please him. That's what why I be going so hard. That's why I go so hard. Listen, I know my faith is the only thing that can please him. I know. But he says, if you love me, feed my sheep. Does he not? If you love me, feed my sheep. What's more precious to God than his souls? Who? Mm, 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 mm. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. So that was just for somebody. You'd be like, why is she always going so hard? That's why. Because when he has forgiven you for much, you love him much. Do you hear me? When he has forgiven you for much, you love him much. And let me tell you, son, he forgave me for much. So I love him very much. <laughs> okay. Period. 
<sighs> it says when when Adam sinned, sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone from for everyone's sin. Yes, people sinned even before the law was given, but it was not counted as sin because there was not yet any law to break. Still, everyone died from the time of Adam to the time of Moses, even those who did not disobey, disobey an explicit commandment of God as Adam did. Now, Adam is a symbol, a representation of Christ who is yet to come. But there is a great difference between Adam's sin and God's gracious gift. For the sin of this one man, Adam, brought death to many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of forgiveness to many through his other through this other man, Jesus Christ. And the result of God's gracious gift is very different from the result of the one man's sin. For Adam's sin led to condemnation, but God's free gift leads to our being made right with God, even though we are guilty of many sins. For the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin. And death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Who glory be to God. Glory be to God. It says all who will receive it, all who receive God's wonderful grace, all who will receive God's grace will live in triumph over sin. Take that for yourself by what Jesus did on the cross. What Jesus did on the cross, you shall triumph over sin. You shall subdue sin and be its master. Do you hear me? Take this for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, right? Before you take a test, you got to learn a lesson, right? Then you take the test on the lesson that you learned. Do you hear what I'm saying? Catch this. So the Lord will teach you. He'll be teaching you something. He'll be, he be, he be teaching you a lesson. He'll be like, okay, now let me test it. Have you been listening? Have you been paying attention? Hallelujah. But let me tell you how good my God is. He'll let you go back and take the test till you pass it. He don't just give you an F and make you keep it. He'll be like, all right, I'm, I, my, my mercy and my grace. So I'm going to let you take it again. And it's just a lesson. He's trying to teach you a, the lesson. The test is only to see how much you have learned from the lesson. That's it. Once you can get the, the past the lesson, once you can understand what he is saying, you can go now. You got your testimony. Now that's it. It's the lesson, the test, and the testimony. That's it. If you need more wisdom and understanding, ask him. God is so good. God gives you open book tests. He like, go read my word. And the answer's there. Ask me what you need to know and I'll give it to you. He is the best teacher. He is the best teacher. He'll ask you a question. You'll be like, I don't even know. And then he'll answer it for you. This is the answer. But it's the pride in you. I'm going to figure it out this way. I want, I, I'm going to do it this way. And the Lord is like, okay, you failed because now your pride's in the way. Now you got to be humbled some more. So now you got to go back to, to, the, to scratch. Now we're starting to get back to scratch because you, you, need, you still got some pride in you that needs to get casted out. So go over there. Go walk back in the wilderness. Now I got I to gotta start. You got you to gotta start from scratch. That's how it be. Just ask the Lord, Lord, what do you need me to learn out of this? Hallelujah. Listen, 
in Deuteronomy chapter, because I, I got to take you here real quick. Deuteronomy chapter <clears throat> 7, verse 15. The Lord will keep you free from every disease. He will not inflict on you the horrible diseases you knew in Egypt, but he'll inflict them on all who hate you. It's somebody that needs to hear this. This word is for somebody. Hallelujah. You might be asking, Lord, Lord, why am I going through this? And he's saying, I need to teach you a lesson. I need you to, I need you to understand the importance of why you should take care of yourself. So this is just a, 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 a lesson. I'm going to teach you why. I'm going to give you the test and then you can pass it. But you got to learn how important it is. I am your temple. So I, I, I want, I don't want my temple dirty. You get what I'm saying? We hold God's, we are his temple. We are the temple of God. Oh, that's powerful. Will you think about that for a second? We are the temple of God and we deserve to treat him as such. We, our bodies hold him. So you might be like, why am I going through this? Now, uh, this is not for everybody because, you know, sometimes you just in the middle and, and, and what's going on with, what's going on with you could very well be because God's the, the 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 enemy sees God in you, so it's not even about you; it's about God. But it's also some people you might be like, "How did I get here? Why is this happening?" And the Lord is like, "Listen, because I need you to take care of yourself. I need you to take care of yourself." Hallelujah! Somebody take that in the name of Jesus. Take that. And some people you be like, "Lord, you promising me all these." Things you you I've seen visions, I've seen dreams, but Lord, why is I why am I in the pit? Why am I in hell? But the Lord is like, didn't I give Joseph a dream? But didn't the pit prepare him for the palace? Didn't slavery prepare him for the palace? Trust in me, keep persevering. Hallelujah. One thing I noticed about Joseph is he still. When he was sitting in prison, he was using his gifts still. His gift was what brought him to the palace. He was in the holding cell using his gift. He was still interpreting. Is that the word? Yeah, is that the word? Yeah, I think so. It just sounded weird. He still interpreted dreams in in the prison. He didn't give up like, oh, well, maybe I didn't know what that dream meant. Maybe I, maybe I was just tripping. No, he still knew who he was. He still knew that he could, he had the whole, like the Holy Spirit can help him. Cause you know, he said, he said, um, well, how did he say it to the, to Pharaoh? He said, um, interpreting dreams is God's business. That's basically what he said. But he knew that he, he that the Lord um, look favorably on him. You get what I'm saying? He still knew that the Holy Spirit was going to help him. You get what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with you. It's the same thing with you. God gave a promise over your life and it will be fulfilled. But you got to trust him in this process because God is teaching you why it's important to do things in a certain order. Why it's important to have faith. Why it's important to trust in God and God alone. Why it's important to lean on him and don't lean on to your own understandings. He's teaching you these things. But will you listen to him? How long? How long are you going to have to keep taking the same lesson over and over and over and over again? Or are you going to say, God, help me? 
I need your help. God, I know your power works best in my weakness. And right now I feel weak. Are you going to say, God, let the supernatural take over? Are you going to say that? It's about humbling yourself. Humbling yourself. Humbling yourself. Because God loves you too much. Remember we talked about the 10 people, the ten men hill of leprosy and only one came back? <clears throat> God loves you so much because he wants you to come back. He's like, I just want you to come back. I want to do it for you. But I know if I do it outside of my perfect timing, you won't come back. Your, your your pride will get puffed up and you'll forget about me. So I, I have you in this waiting period. But still, can't nothing t- pluck you out of my hand. Still, I'm in control. I'm right here, my child. I'm right here. I just know when the time is right. I know when your heart is ready. I'm going to do it, says the Lord. I'm going to do it. I just am waiting for the perfect time. Trust me. Trust me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just trust him. Trust him. He will do it for you. Let me tell you something. You have to, when the enemy comes at your mind, and but you should just give up. God ain't coming to get you. God ain't doing. That's when you gotta, you got to go to war. That's why it's important to have the armor of God on. Because now it's time for where you coming up against my father. So now we got to go to war. Stop holding what the enemy says and holding them daggers and like, oh, I can't believe I felt this way. I can't believe I thought that. That enemy is lying to you the same way he lied to Eve in the garden. He lies. He comes and he waits for an opportune time to lie. But that's when you got to stand firm and be like, oh, no, you got to get that sword. Hallelujah. Start opening up the pages and you start telling him where he can go and how he can get there. Do you hear what I'm saying? You got to go to war. Listen, it's it's a lot of times the enemy will try to hit me when I first wake up. And sometimes, you know, I'll be sitting there like, dang. Like, I don't be expecting it. But then once I come to, I'll just be like, oh, I understand that you got to have it. You got to wait until I'm half sleep to have an advantage. Then you might be able to hang with me. You might be able to hang with me once I'm like drowsy. You could probably hang with me because I'm, you know I'm not all the way there. But let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Hell is very hot. And that's where I'm about to send you in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. That lake is very hot. Okay? <laughs> it's scorcher. It's a scorcher. That's how I be. And that's how you got to be. You can't be sitting there dwelling on this. Like, oh, God, I don't feel this way about you. God, like, okay, go to war. I know your heart. Why are you sitting here crying to me about your heart? Let go. Go to war. The same way in them streets. Let somebody say something about your mama. Let somebody say something about your mama in the streets. You know, daddy too. But mama, that's more. That's more like those is fighting words. You say something about somebody's mama. And it's the same thing. You talking about my father? You saying my father can't do it? 
You saying my father can't do it. That I take my guy very personally. What you mean my guy can't do it? I'm about to do it just so you can see that God can do it. What you mean? Catch that. Because I'm not saying I'm about to do it. But I'm just saying God about to do it through me for him to see that God going to do it. You can't be sitting there like, mm, yeah, I can't do it. No, that's the, that's a dagger that the enemy threw at you that you holding. You got to release that dagger. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We done, <laughs> we done went all over. But listen, because healing got to happen. Healing got to happen. Okay. And that enemy, he is a liar. And it's all, we talking about perseverance. We just talking about perseverance. And I'm about to tell you the definition of perseverance. Excuse me. Persistence in doing something despite difficulty or delay in achieving success. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, you be. it's not about how many times you got knocked down, but it's about how many times you get back up. Are you going to get back up? Because that final hit, that final hit you get, you either going to get up or you going to stay down. Are you going to get back up or you going to stay down? That's what matters. That last hit, are you going to get up or are you going to lay there? Are you going to call it quits or are you going to get up? I'm swinging. Do you hear me? I'm swinging. I'm scratching Kicking, biting, whatever I got to do because I know when I get to the top, my God's there. So I'm fighting and it's a fixed fight. It's a fight. I shall triumph over sin. Did we not just read that? I shall triumph over sin because I trust in God's good grace. His wonderful grace. I trust what Jesus has done for me on the cross. So why the enemy's throwing up my dagger? He tried to throw up my path. I hold up my shield of faith because I know it's by the blood of Jesus that I'm forgiven. Hallelujah. You can't come at me that way because I got my, my, my shield of faith up. You ain't coming at me that way. In the name of Jesus. What do you do when, when, a, when, a, when a, what is that, like a knight? I think it's like a knight that uses a shield. When they using their shield, don't they hold it in front of their face? They hold it in front of their body to protect themselves. That's what you got to do with your faith. I know what Jesus did on the cross for me. I know what he did on the cross for me. And I'm not about to sit here and act like I don't. I'm not about to sit here and let you um, feel like you got some power over me. Because you don't. Hallelujah. I love God and he knows my heart. Didn't God say that man looks at the outward, but he looks at the inward. He looks at my heart. He knows I love him. Even when I mess up, he knows that I have a heart that's after him. And that's how you got to be. You just got to know that God knows you better than you know yourself. Stop taking all these battles so personally. Now I'm talking to somebody else different. I'm talking to somebody else different. And you're going to know because the Lord, he going he gonna to give you that tug to know I'm talking to you. When the enemy comes up against you and he's trying to get you to um turn your back on God, you got to understand it's just like Job. God presented Job to the enemy. Have you, have you, have you seen my servant Job? People were sitting there. The enemy was getting behind people and using them to try to get Job to give up. But Job kept persevering. You got to see Job's character because he was like, I'm not giving up on God. I'm not cursing him. 
if you reign with him, you're going to suffer with him. That's not what Job said, but that's basically what happened. If I'm going to reign with him, I'm going to suffer with him. It's not always good. Sometimes I have to suffer. Sometimes I got to suffer. But I'm not going to give up on my God. So stop taking it so personal. God is like, I presented you because I know what you got on the inside of you. I know what I've placed on the inside of you. I knit your innermost being. I knit that inside of you. I put things inside of you. You don't even know that's there. Just trust me. You're not fighting this alone. Hallelujah. God is mighty. Let me check the time and see how much time I got. <laughs> I be listen, because God is good. God is so good, you Um, let's finish reading. It says Yes, Adam's one sin brings condemnation for everyone, but Christ's one act of righteousness brings a right relationship with God and a new life for everyone. You got a new life because of what he did for you. Because one person disobeyed God, many became sinners. But because one other person obeyed God, many will be made righteous. Many will be made righteous because of what Jesus did. God's law was given so that people could see how sinful they were. But as people sinned more and more, God's wonderful grace became more abundant. Mm, and I, I can witness and I can testify to it. Hallelujah. Because it's, it's, it's just in the moments where I know I wasn't worried about God. When I was in that world and I wasn't worried about him, but he still had a plan over my life. He still kept his promises to me. And I didn't even know he had promises, y'all. I didn't even know he had promises over my life and he kept them. So I can bear witness with that, that his grace was more abundant in my life. It was a time I wasn't worried about him. But he still protected me. I could have been sitting dead in hell right now. I could have not had another chance for salvation. But God kept his promise that he had preordained over my life. He kept it. How would I have known that that I had a promise over my life? He could have killed. I could have. I could. I could be dead and not have known. But he chose to give me grace. He chose to give me mercy. He came and he got me. I didn't choose him. He chose me. He chose me. And I'm saying that to you because I need you to understand. You didn't choose him. He chose you. He He chooses to give you grace. He chooses to give you mercy. Persevere. Hallelujah. So just as sin ruled over all people and brought them to death, now God's wonderful grace rules instead, giving us right standing with God and resulting in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) I just, I I love him so much. Like I just, sometimes I gotta just grip myself because... God is so wonderful. He's just so wonderful. Like, he really is. Like, 
it, it, I understand sometimes it's just like God's too good to be true. Like I sometimes I just be sitting there, be like God, you're just so good to be true. Like you're everything I've ever imagined when I didn't know you. Like I, I was looking for you. I was I, I made for you. You're all that I have looked for, and now I have you. It's just like at last, at last. And it, it, you got to understand, in life, God's not going to let nobody outdo him. He's not going to let nobody outdo him. So you might be hitting these brick walls in situations. And that's because God's not going to let nobody outdo him. He's, he, he's, he's trying to get your attention to show you that it's me who you are looking for. Nobody can complete you because in me, you're already complete. You'll always have a piece of you missing. It'll always be a big void. Because it's a big void. Because God has to feel that. You were made to glorify and worship him. So when you don't do that, it's something missing there. Hallelujah. Another thing that the Lord was talking to me about. Was being steadfast, right? So I'm going to tell you the different definition of steadfast. Resolutely or doltifully firm and unwavering. So basically, you're just completely firm and unwavering. And that takes us back to the word we just did yesterday. Unless your faith is firm, I can't make you stand firm. You got to have Jesus as your foundation. You can't be moved. You can't be shaken. Because when you got a rock as your foundation, you can't be broken. That's something that you got to know. I can't be broken. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hold on. Hold on, fam, I need to blow my news. I still got stuff you news. Hold on. I'm sorry, fam. <laughs> so, you know how um, and when the storm hit, right, and the disciples was on the boat, the, the, the boat did move. It did move. Even with Paul. Paul, it, it, Paul was on the boat, too, and the storm hit. And, yes, you do feel... The movement of the boat. You do feel the waves. You do. Because God wants to show you how powerful he is. He wants to show you that that situation has to obey me. He wants to show you that it has to bend. It has to bend. And that's why sometimes you be like, but Lord, why is the winds getting, the winds is hawking. Why is the winds blowing so hard? Why is my boat rocking and shaking like this? And he wants to show you. Because when I say peace be still. Peace be still. How can I show you that it has to be still unless I let it rock you a little bit first? But it has to obey me. Do you hear me? It has to obey. Um, I want to take you to. Hold on. First Corinthians 15. Verse 58. And I'm going to read it to you out the 
KJV. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Hallelujah. Be immovable. Be immovable. That's what you got to do. You got to be immovable. Okay. I'm sitting in this situation. I'm looking. I'm looking around. I see calamity. I see. I see the winds. The winds talking. I see the. I see the waves getting proud. I see my boat looking like it's getting out of control. But I gotta be immovable. I gotta be immovable. I have to stand firm. So I know my faith has to be firm. Hallelujah. I know that if I trust God, if I put all my faith in who he says he is, I shall be immovable. I don't have to do this by myself. I don't have to try to go find something to hold on to because I know God's holding me. So I don't have to go find a pole or something to hold on to because the boat's moving. I know God's holding me. So I have to just put my faith firm in him. I have to be steadfast. Because I know God got me. Hallelujah. Because I know God got me. Hallelujah. I want to read it to you at the NLT. And it says. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. I know that me just standing firm isn't useless. I know when I might have, when a tear might drop. It's not useless. I know that tear is watering the seed to my harvest. I know with this tear, it's going. my tears are powerful. I know that it's helping the seed grow because I'm going to trust God and in God alone. I'm going to stand firm. I'm going to be steadfast. And family, this is things I had to learn on my my own time that I'm I'm strengthening you with. Be immovable. Your faith got to be firm so he can make you stand firm. Your faith has to be firm. Your faith is by knowing who he is. Ask him who he is. Even if you feel like you don't know. Because I feel like somebody like, well, who is? I don't really know who he is. Ask him who he is. Let me take you to um, Exodus 33. I'm sorry if y'all heard the toilet flush. One of my kids is up. Because I be in my house. Listen, y'all would think it's already afternoon. It's only 5 in the morning. Listen, I'm one of them mamas. I be allowed in the morning praising my God. <laughs> okay. Let me tell you something. Let me, okay, so we're going, the Lord will tell you who he is. Let's go to Exodus 33, verse 12. 
One day Moses said to the Lord, you have been telling me, take these people up to the promised land, but you haven't told me whom you will send with me. You have told me, I know you by name and I look favorably on you. If it is true that you are favorably on me, let me know your way so I can understand you more fully and continue to enjoy your favor. And remember that this nation is your very own people. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Moses, and I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. Oh, because he knows your name. He knows your name. Hallelujah. He says, he, look, because Moses said, you have told me, I know you by name. And the Lord, he, he, he very well said, Moses, he says, I will go with you. Pers- I will, I will personally go with you, Moses. And I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. And take that for yourself. Put your name there. Put your name there. He said, I'm going to put my name there because it's my name. The Lord replied, I will personally go with you, Jade. And I will give you rest. Everything will be fine for you. That's a promise and I'm taking it. I'm taking it. He's going with me. Everything's going to be fine. He says, rest. Rest in him. Know who he is. Then Moses said, if you don't personally go with us. Hold on. If you don't personally go with us, don't make us leave this place. How will anyone know that you look favorably on me and on, on me and your people if you don't go with us? And for your presence among us sets your people and me apart from all the other people on the earth. It's the way of the glory. It's the way of the glory that separates us from people in this world. And let me tell you something. This is just like a little sideboard. Because I haven't pulled a sideboard in a minute. It's a little sideboard. Sometimes I be in the store, right? And people be acting funny. I just be like, mm, just give me my stuff. Like they be like acting really weird. But then one day it, the Lord told me, it's the weight of the glory on you. Them demons tremble when they see you. Because <laughs> they see me. The, what's in them is not greater than what's in you. Those demons be trembling. That's why they acting weird. And once the Lord told me that, now I'm just like, oh, all right. I'll be in the store and people be acting weird. I'm like, all right, I ain't even about to listen. Just hand me my receipt, hand me my change. I'm out. <laughs> I ain't going to rebuke you. I ain't going to send you in the pigs. I'm buying my business because my God ain't say nothing to do nothing. Now, my Lord say to do something, I'm going to do it. But he ain't say nothing. So I'm going to let you go about your little demonic way. Like, I ain't about to, I ain't about to suffer you at the root today. Today. You get what I'm saying? But that's why I just had to bear witness with that for a second. Because I bore witness with that. Like, them, them demons do be trembling. They act very weird. They do. I was like, hmm. Listen, greater he does not me than he does not you. You that's the, that's the attitude you got to have. I'm boastful in the Lord, not in myself. I will boast about God because that's about something. It ain't me. They ain't trembling when because it's about me. It's about what I carry. And it's about once you know what you carry, you're immovable. Can't, can't no demon, devil, and hell do nothing with you once you know who you are. Once your faith is firm and you standing firm, they can't come knock you down. You standing there. So so now 
is they got to flee. They, they got to flee. They got to wait for a more opportune time. That's why the enemy had to wait for a more opportune time with Jesus. Because Jesus knew who he was. And he was like, I can't get him. I can't get him. So I got to I gotta try to break him through other things. I got to try to use the Pharisees and the Sadducees against them. I got to try to have people speak on him and him try to receive it. That's what he would do. Because we read in the Bible how Jesus faced warfare. He would face warfare. They called him the prince of demons. And he was like, ain't no demon in me. <laughs> ain't no demon in me. So, and remember, he said, if they, if they call me worse, then what do you think they're going to do to you? What do you think they're going to do to you? They call me prince of demons, says the Lord. So, what do you think people are going to say about you? They persecuted me, so naturally they're going to persecute you. That was for somebody. Moses responded, then show me your glorious presence. The Lord replied, I will make all my goodness. Oh, I love him so much. He said, I will make all my goodness pass before you. And I will call out my name, Yahweh, who Jesus before you for I will show mercy to anyone I choose and I will show compassion to anyone I choose the Lord says he will show mercy and compassion on anyone he chooses and I am telling you I decree and I declare this I prophesy this over your life in the name of Jesus that he shall show you compassion and mercy. You shall see the compassion and mercy of the Lord over your life. I speak that over you in the name of Jesus and I speak it in good soil. Hallelujah. This shall take root in your heart and it shall reap a abundance of a harvest. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. But you may not look directly at my face, for no one may see my face and live. The Lord continued, look, stand near the rock, stand, stand near me on the rock, on this rock. As my glorious presence passes by, I will hide you in the crevice of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Whew. Hold on, listen, let me tell you something. I was reading this the other day. And I was like, he says, I will hide you in the crevice of my, of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. God is so big because yet he's walking past, but the hand of God still covered Moses. God is just so endless. That's all. When I was reading that, I was like, Lord, how? But wasn't, I wasn't questioning him out of pride. I was, I was just like, how are you this good? How? How are you this good? How do I, how am I able to see the goodness of you? Who? Because he's good. He is so good. He says, I will hold you with my hand as I pass by. God is so big, y'all. He's so big. Oh, he's so big. Hallelujah. 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 Glory be to God. Then I will remove my hand and let you see me from behind, but my face will not be seen. Who Jesus? He says, I'll let you see me from behind, but my face cannot be seen. Who Jesus? Oh, Jesus. We about to go to the next chapter. But something that I did not know until recently was that Moses wrote Psalms 91. Right. And I'm gonna tell you how the Lord brought this to me. One day I was clicking through YouTube. You know, they had the shorts. And this one man was just like, Moses wrote 
Psalms 91. And he started saying, I don't want to tear it what he said, so I'm not going to say it. So I was like, Lord, like, if, if, if it's, like, you know, in my heart, I was like, if it's more, just tell me. Like, I ain't going, I'm not going to sit there and take somebody's word and run with it. Like, I need confirmation from the Lord. Then I was watching another video, like, a day or two later. And this man started saying the same thing. And I was like, Lord. And it was in that moment, because the first man was saying, it was in that moment of right here. That Moses got Psalms 91. Whew, so we know we're about to go to Psalms 91. Then we're going to go back to um, Exodus 34. So let's go to Psalms 91 real quick. Because it's going to bless you. It's going to bless you. Because it was in that moment. It was in that moment that Moses was in the rock. That he seed that. Those that take shelter in the most high. When he was squeezed in that rock. And the Lord was shielding him from the glory it was just the goodness he needed protection from the goodness he god had to cover him from all his goodness because you you can't see my face if you see my face you got to go in other words and it was in that moment that he was that he got the inspiration the rock right psalms 91 oh glory be to god glory be to god hold on Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, let's read it. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Didn't the Lord just say that he will go with you? Just rest. Rest. This I declare about the Lord. He alone is my refuge, my place of safety. He is my God and I trust him. For he will rescue you from every trap and protect you from deadly disease. He will cover you with his feathers. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. Do not be of the terrors of the night. Do not be afraid of the terrors of the night, nor the arrow that flies in the day. Do not dread the disease that stalks in the darkness, nor the disasters that strike at midday. Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, these evils will not touch you. Just open your eyes and see how the wicked are punished. If you make the Lord your refuge, if you make the most high your shelter, no evil will conquer you. No plague will come near your home for he will order his angels to protect you wherever you go. They will hold you up with their hands so you won't even hurt your foot on a stone. You will trample upon lions and cobras. You will crush fierce lions and serpents under your feet. The Lord says, I will rescue those who love me. I will protect those who trust in my name. When they call on me, I will answer. I will be with them in trouble. Excuse me, y'all. I will rescue and honor them. I will reward them with a long life and give them my salvation. Just call on them. No matter what you're going through, just call on them. I'm thinking of that song when he'd be like, call on. How's that song go? Something, something, something. When you need a hand, 
we all need somebody to lean on. That's Jesus. Lean on me when you're not strong. He said, I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. That's Jesus. Ain't we his friends? He says, I no longer call you slaves. You my friends. We his friends. We all need somebody to lean on. Listen, record deal coming soon. It's like that. It's like that. Listen, unless the Lord want to do it, then he could do it. But I doubt it. <laughs> well, let me not see. See, because the weapon shall form. I got the voice of an angel, so period. <laughs> so, Lord, if you want to do it, you can do it. <sighs> but let's keep going. <laughs> I crack myself up. Um, all right, let's go to verse five. And so it's Exodus 34, verse five. Then the Lord came down in a cloud and stood there with him. And he called out his own name, Yahweh, the Lord. Yeah, hold on. He called out his own name, Yahweh. The Lord passed in front of Moses calling out, Yahweh. Ooh, I got to say that with some power. Yahweh, the Lord. The God of compassion and mercy. I am slow to anger and filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. I lavish unfailing love to a thousand generations. I forgive iniquity, rebellion, and sin, but I do not excuse the guilty. I lay the sins of the parents upon their children and their grandchildren. The entire family is affected, even children in the third and fourth generations. Who Jesus. So there you go. Back to what we were saying earlier. You can ask the Lord he is. He'll tell you who he is. What? He's Yahweh. You hear me? You hear me? That's not the Lord's only name. <laughs> the Lord got a gang of them, okay? Because it's just to show you the different sides of him. Hallelujah. He just told Moses who he was. Yahweh. You just got to keep pressing the mark. It says Moses immediately threw himself to the ground and worship. And he said, oh, Lord, it is true that I have found favor with you. Then please travel with us. Yes, this is a stubborn and rebellious people. But please forgive our iniquity and our sin. Claim us as your own special possession. Hallelujah. And Lord, I'm praying that over for us, Father, for all of us, Father, every one of my brothers and sisters, even ones that will not hear this video, Lord, be with us, Father, in the name of Jesus. I thank you. I thank you, Father, because my faith, I know you will, because you said you will never leave us nor forsake us. Hallelujah. He says, listen. I am, it says the Lord replied, listen, I am making a covenant with you in the presence of all your people. I will perform miracles that you have never had, that have never been performed anywhere in all the earth or in any nation. And all the people around you will see that the power of the Lord, the awesome power I will display for you. But listen carefully to everything I command you today. Then I will go ahead of you and drive out the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jesuits. Be very careful never to make a treaty with the, with the people who live in the land where you are going. If you do, you will follow their evil ways and be trapped. Instead, you must break down their pagan altars, smash their sacred pillars, and cut down their Assyrian poles. You must worship no other gods, 
for the Lord, whose very name is jealous, is a God who is jealous about his relationship with you. God is jealous about the relationship. It's a holy type of jealous. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, because he's holy. He's holy. So when you hear jealous, don't go all, all, um fleshly with me because my God is holy. My Lord is a holy God. Do you hear me? So when he says jealous, he got the right to because he's the creator. Okay? He is the creator. You got me? (laughs) That was for somebody. That was for people in the back. That was for somebody in the back. Okay? Don't come for my God. But, um, he, he, just let the Lord do it. <laughs> Let the Lord do it. Put your faith in Him and Him alone. Don't go to no sacred pillars. Don't do none of that. Put your faith in Him. Ask the Lord in that situation, Lord, what do you want me to do? How can I handle this? And Father, I pray that they hear your voice so audibly, Lord, that 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 they cannot even deny that it's you, Lord. They won't even be able to deny that it was the sovereign Lord they heard, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And I know you hear me and I know that you will answer my prayers, Father, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen your children, Father. Strengthen them in a way that only you can, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, family, I think I'm going to do this a two-parter because this is kind of long. So, I'm going to start right here and then I'm going to do part two. Okay? (laughs) So, I love y'all. We're going to the next segment. Bye.